Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nobody said anything. And welcome. I didn't to- want to interrupt the bird. <laughs> and welcome. <Sorry. laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at FF Blitz. And I'm here with my partners and our new partner, a bird, apparently, but uh, Jeremy Brown. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. I wish I knew what kind of bird that was. It's pretty cool. <laughs> And Shane Manila. Hey now. <laughs> I think the bird's talking more than Shane. What, yeah. Jeremy, explain to us why we hear this bird talking. Man, I'm outside on my patio recording <laughs> with you guys because it's a beautiful day here in Ohio, central Ohio. It's been raining for like, I don't know, it's been lousy weather for a long time and, and cool, like unseasonably cool. And it was a great day today, and I don't want to be in the house. So I'm out here with the birds on my patio talking to you guys. Yeah, and like the last, what, 20 minutes or so trying to prepare for the show, all we hear is that bird chirping in the back. Shoot it. Please shoot it. (laughs) About to. No, it sounds cool. Oh, my gosh. Hey, you know, I think everybody's like in the swing of rookie drafts right now, right? Like, I -hmm. I know with our listener leagues, we just finished um, five – all five rookie drafts, which, by the way, I really screwed up on that because I had to go out of town last week with my brother for a convention, and I left all five leagues, the rookie draft set for that Saturday morning. So I was at the convention, and I'm getting all these texts during the convention. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we I thought maybe with a 12-hour clock, you know, we'll get some stuff done. There was one of the five leagues that by, like, lunchtime, we were already in the second round. I mean, it was just booking through there, you know? They were moving. They were all excited. It was good that you scheduled it when you did, like right after the draft, you know, a week out like that. But yeah, you um, having to go to work that weekend and not wanting to reschedule it <laughs> kind of mess you up. You Normally you trade in those leagues a lot um, during the draft and it was quiet because, and some of us took advantage of that when you yes. were out. Thank you very much. In one league anyway. It really sucked when I got out of the convention that night, I looked and I saw, holy crap, Jeremy did like 15 trades in one of the things. It was like crazy. I was like, but those were supposed to be my trades. I turned into Shane. I conjured my inner Shane Manila and traded a bunch. Yeah, Shane, I didn't see you do too many trades during those drafts, did you? Nice face. Um, in HQ1, I did. I made I made a, f- a few different trades in that one. Uh, moved up to pick up, uh, what's his name? Mac, uh, Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of proud of myself because uh, I I could have grabbed uh, Jamar Chase there, but um, I was disciplined. It's sixteen team league. Uh, quarterbacks are like you know water <laughs> in the desert. So I did the thing that you should have done, and um, I drafted the quarterback instead of Jamar Chase, who I really wanted to grab there. Proud but, of you. Proud you know, of you. I, look, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I. Uh, when I made the trade, you know, it was because I was like, all right, I'm going to grab Mac Jones here. But as soon as the trade was accepted, there was that moment where it goes, well, I could just, I could just hit Jamar Chase right here. And then, yeah. you know, just, but I was like, eh, 16 team, got to do it. You got to go to quarterback here. So, and, and look, since the last time we've talked, um, I've become a Mac Jones fan. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Oh, wait, no, I do, because everyone is fading him in drafts. So, yeah, I, they are, man. Late first like that. Yeah, getting them in the late first. I mean, it's like easy money. Just take him. And you did make the right choice. It's hard to pass up Chase. But, you know, one thing we'll have to talk about a, another time, guys, that I, I've picked up on is like the market values. Um, you know, each league is its own market. Um, 
when you talk about value, um, that 16 teamer HQ one, you can make deals in other leagues that are similar, but you know, 12 teams and it's so much easier to, to make it like they'll laugh your, your same offer off the table. If you make it in the 16 teamer, (laughs) they'll just laugh you out of town, man. That, that league is definitely difficult. You know, one thing I thought of when you just said that you've been fading Mac Jones for all three of us, like, Jeremy, who is your most drafted player tonight? Like, who do you have out of all these rookie drafts? Who do you have the most shares of? Oh, you know, I should know this answer, and I have to think about it. That's um, why I didn't probably, ask you ahead of time. <laughs> it's probably Rashad Bateman. Oh, is it? Yeah, and then second, second to that, Jalen Waddell, and I didn't, I didn't plan on drafting him, but because of you know the explosive player that he is, the 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 value of him falling in drafts like Rashad Bateman at the end of a first round like that, if the quarterbacks are gone, those guys are kind of there, you know. Yeah. And uh, so Rashad Bateman followed by Waddle, I think, are the and because we got him too in the uh, DFB. Our yeah. Team yeah. We. That's cool. What about you, Shane? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's tough. Cause there's a lot of drafts. We just, yeah. uh, apparently, and I'm, so I'm just looking at my sleeper leagues. Um, I got Diami Brown in 33% of those leagues. Oh, wow. I'm not really I love him. sure oh, wait, how that worked Are out. you saying you push on it and it'll tell you that it's 33%? No, no, no. Um, so I don't know who this is, but I'm going to give him a free plug, uh, dynasty planet. Uh, huh. um, I, I know a lot of folks used to use the uh, the, the uh, sticky board, right, for roster. You see uh, your player breakdown, but I don't think the sticky board's up anymore. So there's a website, DynastyPlanet.com. There you go. And it'll give you your, your roster uh, ownership over. Oh, that's cool. uh, yeah, so I have Sleeper in there. Um, I don't have MFL put in there yet because I don't remember my password. Um <laughs> So, a big surprise. Exactly. Yeah, um, exactly. But if I do ever remember my password, I'm gonna get that in there. But no, I, I'm getting a lot of Diami Brown, a lot of Amari Rogers. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, Javian Hawkins. Um, really? I've been, yeah, I've been grabbing him in the fourth round, um, mostly because his draft is terrible. Yeah. Um, I, I would pass on a guy like him. But honestly, in the fourth round, it's so bad. It is so bad. So I figure I'd take Hawkins because, you know, who's he got in front of him? Mike Davis, right? Uh, Mike Davis has some incredible legs and quads, and I want to make sweet love to them. But, (laughs) um, you know, it's it's not like he's a sure bet, right? Right. We saw him wear down last year. Um, He started out pretty much like a house on fire, but he definitely – Tailed off towards the end of the year. So. And you drafted lightning to the thunder. You know they all, that that whole thing that they say thunder and lightning with the two backs. Um, yeah. that that's so like dichotomous with <laughs> those two running backs because Hawkins is so tiny and fast. It's it's funny. Yep. You know, I did those trades in the listener leagues before the draft, so I had three first round picks in the five different leagues. But uh, it I've only done seven drafts. You guys have like multiples, multiple, but I've only done seven. But the funny thing is, in in se- in five of the seven leagues, I ended up with Devonta Devonta Smith. Um, oh wow! It, it really? just ended up falling that way. In the, with those first round picks, yeah. I had the one hundred seven, the one hundred eight, and the one hundred nine in three of those. And then what was really cool was I got him in my home league. I got him in another league. And then when I click 
the button to see how many leagues I'm in, I saw that Shane drafted him in HQ2. So I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> so I have him in like- We got him again. Yeah, I've got him in like four of the five HQ leagues, you know? Um, but it just, it just happened that way. Every time when it got to that position, it was him or Waddle or him or, you know, and I, and I went with him. But the other one that I got really late in most of the places is Kyle Trask. I, I ended up with him in a lot of places, you know, and I sure. know, I know we talked about it when we had everybody on the show that uh, last week on the second day when we were talking about, you know, maybe something happens to Brady he plays or maybe every person that's behind Brady gets traded somewhere else and he goes, but I'm not saying I saw Shane's face when I said that. I'm not saying I'm so happy he's the greatest thing ever, but I got him really late. In one league, I got him in the sure. fourth round, and I was like, sure, I'll take him over a bunch of that shit, you know? Yeah, that's a heck of a value because if he does, you know, if if Brady were to get hurt or something like that, he becomes valuable. And they seem to like him. It's certainly worth a flyer. Um, it, it's just um, it's interesting. It's because all the quarterbacks in this draft, all five of them, you know, yeah. they push down the, the the talent to the lower part of the first round and upper second round. You're getting those guys, Devonta Smith, and you're getting um, Rashad Bateman and Jalen Waddle and guys that like you know in ordinary years would be drafted you know quite a bit higher. And, and plus, there's no running backs even, and they're still the wide receivers are still available there. It's it's pretty cool because it's a good problem to have getting Smith down there, Mike. <laughs> That's like I mean a, a great player for you to nab at the end of the first. I was thrilled with that, but you know, there's one thing. Shane's muted, so he can stay muted for right the second. Because between you and I, we would know this, but. Uh, uh, in the IDP leagues that we're in, I don't know if you've done an IDP draft yet, but I've done three, and the IDP players are really falling. Falling, you know, everybody right. is. I mean, people are grabbing some of these wide receivers and running backs that we're taking in the third or fourth round. They're taking them over some of the IDP players, even. Yep, so saw that too. It, it's been very interesting with those. Yeah, I ended up with Quiddy Pay in all three of the the IDP leagues I did, and I got oh, yeah? him. Yeah, I we, got him late in every one of them. Yeah, me and Dan uh, Dan uh, Cook got him too in a league. We took we took Rashad Bateman in the first round at the end of the first. I think we had the fourteen teamer. I think it was maybe the one twelve or something, and then. All the picks in between, four in a row, we got defensive players, and then we finished off with getting Daz Newsome, I think, in like the sixth <laughs> round at the end of the sixth to get. So it was bookended wide receivers, and then all the picks in between were those defensive players that fell through. Um, a great safety defensive tackle, and Shane's like, "What are you guys even talking about on my show?" Well, that's why I kept him. That's why he, why I told him he could stay muted. But I guess we'll go uh, on yeah, to the news and stuff. I just so, thought no, it was uh, you guys were talking about IDP stuff. I reset <laughs> my, uh, my 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 fantasy league password so that I could ro- log into. Um, <laughs> Dynasty Planet. Yeah. Um, and what's pretty cool about it is yeah. it gives you your MFL and sleeper leagues Come all on. together. Oh. Yeah. Now it's taking it's circling at me, but again, that's because well, I'm in too many leagues. Um <laughs> if anyone whoever runs Dynasty Planet, um, hit us up. Uh I would like to uh I would go ahead and like to uh what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> plug you but i would like to get money and stuff i was gonna say you're kind of or some quid pro quo um no i think it's great but wait speaking of sponsors we do have a brand new one we have a brand new super awesome sponsor that is starting tonight and we're going to record uh a plug for them but for the first night for the first time we're gonna have shane read the plug live on the air 
Oh, okay, because this is what you want. You want me reading your plugs. Um, so, uh, Underdog Fantasy. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard of them. Um, a lot of best ball drafts. A lot of, uh, what do you call that? Best ball drafts. Um, Maybe this is the wrong idea to have you read it live. <laughs> what else did they do? Oh, so they've got a giant best ball tournament. $3.5 million prize pool. Uh, first place gets a million. So if you haven't already signed up for Underdog, go sign up for underdogfantasy.com. And guess what? Use our promo code, TradesHQ. Um, so there's a couple cool things. After you sign up using TradesHQ as your promo, um, you're going to get a free entry into a $3 draft um, when you make any deposit. And this is pretty cool. If you don't love their app, um, which is a cool app. I've been on it and playing around on it. You get a hundred up to a hundred dollars back guaranteed if you don't love their app. Um, so either download the app or go on the website underdogfantasy.com, uh, sign up and use promo code TradesHQ. Awesome. Yeah, I know Jeremy, Jeremy's been part of their website for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, I've been um drafting on there since last season and um I didn't know it then, but basically they're um they're what draft used to be before it was either uh, DraftKings or FanDuel bought them out and then kind of shut it down. They didn't do it. And um, it, it's been very popular, like Shane said, with people who like best ball and just those quick games where you have like three guys draft and, you know, short t- uh, teams, you know, short rosters rather. And um, they kind of picked up where draft left off. And so it fills that void in the market. And, and it is a lot of fun. So I, I would encourage anybody to sign up. You don't need a lot of money. Whatever money you have in there, you have to play with and if you want to take your money out you don't have to mess around you can just remove it it's it's real easy and i mean you can draft in seriously in in 10 minutes in some of those contests it's just a lot of fun and we're gonna well i don't want to uh <laughs> i don't want to steal anyone's thunder but we're gonna do some of these um contests with our patrons right our listeners yeah. soon awesome yeah i can't wait so that that's my favorite thing is in season um once the season kicks off we're gonna do a every week uh-huh. um <laughs> setting up patron uh chat uh, excuse me drafts with our patrons um not the people that aren't our patrons because whatever <laughs> but the people that are patrons um okay. definitely we're gonna we're gonna run some contests with them um it'll be fun um going up against you know. us right isn't that what oh, it's yeah yeah it'll I mean, be fun <laughs> to make it really challenging i think we should each draft our own team absolutely yeah 100%. for sure there's not yeah. a lot of money on the line we can do it every week it'll be fun to you know for bragging rights and stuff and i'm sure we'll have a few patrons kicking our butts it'll it'll be cool to see <laughs> so underdogfantasy.com go check them out and they're the sponsors for the show and the news and we had this amazing awesome first news story that Jeremy said, why the heck is that our first news story? So Shane, so tell everybody. <laughs> crazy breaking news. Um, and I need everyone just to hold on to their hats and their butts. Oh, yeah. so that their butts don't get blown out. Um, Jeff Driscoll has signed with the Texans. Woohoo! But I will say this. His contract is worth up to $2.5 million, which... I have no idea what that means. That's like, that's backup money. So now they got Tyrod Taylor, uh, Mills, right? Right. And uh, Jeff Driscoll. And and obviously Deshaun Watson, assuming he's not in prison. Um, 
You know, it is- I mean, I kind of, and I don't, I don't, I kind of want Watson not to play next year now because I really want to see this three man competition between Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, and uh, Mills. How <laughs> exciting would that be, huh? Yeah. I did grab Mills in a couple leagues thinking that, uh, hey, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Taylor Taylor would not make it through all season as a starting quarterback. No, I mean, it's it's a guarantee that if uh, Taylor starts at any point, that something bad is going to happen to him because that's what happens to him. <laughs> that's what life. happens to yeah. him. If you're not a punctured long hill trip or hurt himself, it's it's sad. Yeah, he never plays a full season. Yeah. It's very interesting, and it's funny how how we can sit here. If you think back at what Shane just said, he goes, "It's two point five million dollars," but you know that's pack up money. I mean, I couldn't even imagine two point five million dollars being put into my bank account right now. I know, oh, I are could. You kidding, dude. I would. Um, I'd quit work. Um, <laughs> I'd also um, call up a bunch of people and be like, "I fucking hate you." And, um, <laughs> Oh my god. Don't send me Christmas cards anymore. To you. Um, <laughs> oh my yeah. god. No, I'm sorry. No, but that's pretty cool. I mean that that team, it's gonna be very interesting if and when Deshaun Watson is we're finally told he's not gonna play. It's gonna be interesting how that team <laughs> pans out. Very interesting. And I'm sure Watson's gonna have to sign something that says, I will no longer request massages. Oh my god. You would think that he would definitely be so look, the rest of this news, we've got some weird names. We have Paris Campbell is a hundred percent ready to play. Is yeah, that no something we're supposed to be happy about? <laughs> I care. I own him in like every league. <laughs> I don't mean to I don't mean to insult Paris played. Campbell, but I mean it's like, why is this news? The the news we have on here is kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's just look. It's 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 that point of the season where like the the news is that rookies are being signed. Well, they should be signed. They were drafted. I mean, it's not, and it's a lot of money. Thank but you, you know what I mean. Like that's that's what the news is. There's nothing out there. I mean, one piece of news is that, uh, and I don't know if they're the only team that's doing this. The Eagles have pretty much canceled all physical activity seven and seven seven on seven drills and eleven on eleven drills. Oh wow! For until. Uh, their official OTAs. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of players um, were boycotting these voluntary uh, air quotes, uh, mini camps um, because of the COVID and all that stuff. And last year showed that you basically don't need all that stuff. Um, so the, yeah, the Eagles came to an agreement with their, their players that, you know, no seven on sevens, no 11 on 11s, um, none of that stuff until the official opening of camp in June. Did a lot of rookies not get a chance to do anything yet? I mean, when no, you say rookies, you only know Eagles, but rookies rookies had to report. So That's everybody different. had rookies. Everybody yeah, had them. Yeah, yeah. So because there's a lot of interesting rookies that, I mean, based on all these drafts we've done, I think a lot of things have people. Have, I don't know what the hell's going on. Jeremy keeps moving the camera between his legs and back up and between his legs, and it's very distracting. And he's muted, so I can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's too. The screen's too bright out here, so I was trying to dim it, and then I noticed I disappeared. You couldn't even see me. <laughs> yeah, we kept seeing your crotch. But what I was gonna, <laughs> what, I, what I was gonna say was, you know, we talk about a lot of these rookies and everything like that, and for a while we weren't very happy with them. And then once everybody gets into all these rookie drafts, everybody gets all excited about them. But regardless of whether we're excited now or before or even in the future, it seems more likely that the wide receivers that are in this rookie class are going to do more stuff 
tough going forward. You know, we all like Jamal Ch- Jamar Chase. I'm happy now with Devonta Smith. There's some other ones. So one of the topics that we were going to talk about tonight was, you know, the the top 10 or the top 12 wide receivers in ADP right now. How similar is it going to be right now to this time next year? Right. And with, yeah. with Shane working over at DLF now, he's got access to all this cool DLF stuff, which apparently everybody has access to. But the, we, we were going to go over the ADP for the top 12 wide receivers right now, right? Yeah. So what we're going to do is see who's going to fall out and who's going to be in there next year. Yeah. And the funniest part of all of it was Shane, Jeremy, and I, we all logged into uh, DLF's uh, website just before the show, and we pulled up the, the May 2021 uh, ADP for wide receivers. And I think all three of us... <laughs> Had the exact same reaction to the wide receiver. That's the number one wide receiver in ADP, at least. What what was that reaction? <laughs> AJ Brown. I mean, look, I, I, it's just, wow, man. We 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 have very short attention span in Dynasty, <laughs> um, and I, I love AJ Brown. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just I didn't I didn't realize he was the one already. And um, just looking at the two, I mean, I'll just jump down there. I mean, there's a couple guys that are in the top 12, right? Yeah. That I think we can say no matter what are going to be in the top 12 next year, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so A.J. Brown's one of them? (laughs) Man. Uh, Wait a second. I'm surprised to see him at one, like Mike said. um, But that offense is kind of scary to me, like to sustain him as the first overall. I mean, I I see him in the top 12, yeah, but not, not that high. I definitely, yeah, I definitely see him in the top 12 and I see him in the top 12 next year too. Hopefully, you know, if Tannehill plays the same way and everything, I was the one when I said, I said, holy crap, he's the number one. And then Jeremy said, yeah, Shane's had the same reaction too. It was like, it really surprised me. The other thing too, is I get that Justin Jefferson had an amazing rookie year. He was so awesome and everything like that. But he's number two, and it's it, it's really close. It's 7.33 to 8.17. But, I mean, you don't even have the Devontae Adams, the, the you know, Stephon Diggs, all Michael Thomas. You know, all these people, none of them are even close to these guys in ADP right now. No. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is there. That's that that's the surprising one to me. So here's, here's an interesting <laughs> thing. And <laughs> so I – looking at A.J. Brown and more Justin Jefferson, really. But, you know, when Juju Smith-Schuster had his his, his balling out season um, a couple years back, um, his ADP in 2019, at the same time, May 2019, he was the wide receiver five. Um, okay. He's had a couple, what, top 24 seasons since, nothing great. Do you know where he's at now? Uh, well, I can look at the screen you and he's not in the top, he's not in the top 22, which is what's on my yeah. screen right now. <laughs> he's wide receiver 26. So it does make you wonder, does it, will it take just one off season for these guys to fall out, even if they're young? Cause Juju's incredibly young still, he's still just 24. Um, so I wonder how bad AJ Brown and Justin Jefferson and CD lamb seasons would have to be for them to fall out of the top 12. It's funny. We didn't tell the audience what the top 12 is. So do you want to go over the top 12 first or go by yeah. name by name? But I think we should go over the top 12 first because we're already kind of commenting on them. So yeah, right. we should. Yeah. So Jeremy, what's the top 12? Okay. Well, AJ Brown heads the list at number one uh, behind him at wide receiver two, Justin Jefferson, then DK Metcalf at three, CD lamb at four, 
Tyreek Hill at five, Devontae Adams at six, Stephon Diggs, no surprise, he's in there at seven. Jamar Chase hasn't even played a down. <laughs> Wide receiver eight. Calvin Ridley at nine. DeAndre Hopkins at 10. DJ Moore 11. And Terry McLaurin um, to round it out at number 12. Ahead of Michael Thomas at 13 there. Wow. It's just amazing yeah. to me. I mean, I get the fact that everybody expects Jamar Chase to be the best thing coming out of this rookie draft and everything like that. But when we're talking about this ADP list, this ADP, Shane, from DLF, this is supposed to be startup draft ADP, right? It's a mock draft. Bunch of mock drafts. Right. But it's 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 a lot, though. DLF's yeah, yeah. got a, gi- a giant database with all with all these. So, But it's supposed to be startups is what it is. Yeah. So in so startups, wait. Jamar Chase is going an average of the 20th pick overall? Yeah. Yeah, right. he's the wide receiver eight. Um, no, I know that. I'm saying. Just, that's wow. what I just said. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you, Mike. <laughs> so here's another um, fun little fact, though. Um, so Stefan Diggs is what, the wide receiver seven now? Right. Wide receiver seven, wide receiver six. So I just decided to take a look at what he was last year uh-huh. um, at this time. Yeah, he was the uh, wide receiver 23. But, um, but but the reason he was the 23, right, was because mm. he came off the good season with Minnesota, but he got traded to Buffalo. And at this time last year, people weren't 100% sure what's going to happen with him at Buffalo, right? Yeah, they did right. not expect him to have the season he did. You know, I mean, there were a lot of naysayers. People were down on Stefan Diggs. They were. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just funny to me how quickly ADP changes because um, – and rankings and things like that because they, they almost are meaningless. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, and I don't mean that in you know, everybody. You know why I'm laughing about doing. it? No, I just don't. I don't mean it in a flippant way. But it's literally one really good or bad season, and we are completely in or out on that player. I mean, last year at this time, Michael Thomas was the wide receiver one. Yeah. Um, and now he's the wide receiver twelve. Thirteen. 13. So he's not even in the top 12 and there's literally nothing he could do probably to get back into that top 12. So all that said, why don't we knock out some of these guys, right. That we know um, are definitely going to be in the top 12. Next before year, you do that, can agree on that before you do that though. What's more interesting to me when we, we talked about AJ Brown is CD lamb as the wide receiver four. It says he's going 12 overall. So that's implying that in all ADP, all these drafts across here, that he's a top 10, I mean, a, a first round pick. Well, that's, that's, right? that's, that's, time, yeah. is that that's what he's single saying? quarterback. That's single quarterback. If you go to Superflex. Oh, this is a single quarterback? Yeah. Well, if you yeah, to, but you don't want to look. The, the, wouldn't the wide receivers still be the same order, but it wouldn't be overall is what you're saying. Right. The overall, right. The overall would change. So okay. CD Lamb is actually going um, – uh, 41st overall in Superflex because... <laughs> so, so 30 quarterbacks go before? Is that what's happening? Um, basically, if... Yeah, every... And I, I'm as guilty as the next guy because um, the few startups I did join this year, uh-huh. I absolutely hammered the quarterback position drafting yeah. two in the first round and just taking off the third and fourth round of most of my drafts. All right, so that makes so, sense. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and I'll you, tell you... Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, no, say what you can say, Jeremy. I was just going to say, when you do, um, you know, select Superflex and check it just for Superflex leagues, it makes a lot more, a lot better sense to me, like the <laughs> rankings of the wide receivers for sure, starting with Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, then A.J. Brown and on. I, it, that, that list seems more realistic to me. 
It is really interesting. I mean, look, if this was like in the old days when we were working at the other website, we were doing ADP. That's kind of why I laughed when you said before that ADP, ADP doesn't matter because that's what I was told when I was doing all that. But um, <laughs> but we we had a lot smaller pool to play with, you know. Um, but yeah. these are huge pools, so it makes the numbers more realistic to happen, and it's just really interesting to see who's where. So. So Shane, your premise for bringing this all up was to see which one of these guys we all think will not be there next year and which ones will take the place of them next year, correct? Right. So I just wanted to knock. So we got AJ Brown, right? So that's that's one. Let me let me keep track. AJ Brown, we think, is definitely going to be in the top twelve. Yeah. Um, next year. I Jamar Jefferson. Well, I don't know Jamar Jefferson. Well, I just but combined Jefferson. Jamar Jefferson and uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. So, Justin. so I'm going to say uh, AJ Brown. Do we think CD Lamb's going to be in the top 12 next year? Uh, that one to me surprised me right now. I, I I'm not surprised it. by that. We love upside. I mean, it's it's what yeah, but we, okay, but all right. Are we going to talk about upside as being the only criteria, or what we think is going to happen? I mean, well, upside I mean, and C. what's going to happen is two different things. Yeah, C.D. Lamb didn't have you know Justin Jefferson's season, but he had a really good r- rookie season. Good enough to be drafted before Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, uh, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley, De- DeAndre Hopkins. Keenan Allen, who's one like you know, he's a top yeah, but, twelve right there every year. But you know, he's a- aging. He's not. He's not a younger player like these guys. But he's still there every year. Has been. Yeah, it's just you know, so again. Keenan Allen's 29. He's at that point of his career where, rightly or wrongly, um, he's not going to hold as much trade value as a twenty-three-year-old wide receiver. But if you're and gonna, Keenan Allen specifically has never been a guy that people have really been gaga over. Yeah, he, I know? think he's 18, 18, yeah. and, and Mike Evans is 19. T. Higgins is 20. I mean, there's a lot of good names. It, I, I would be fine, to your point earlier, I would be fine taking all those guys that fall outside yeah. the top 12 from 13 to, you know, 20, whatever, five there. I mean, I'd, I'd be fine with all those guys too. Like I should just skip <laughs> drafting wide receivers at the top because I like a lot of those guys as much. Well, I would think, I think one thing that comes into play here, if we're going to talk about this, Shane, so you want to know who we think is going to be there still and who's going to come in there. The, it sounds like the criteria you're putting out there is – the upside, the the young, the the choice. Well, no, you know? I'm just saying whatever. What do you think is going to be there next year? Well, it's but not that's, a scientific study. No, it's I know. Just, who do you think is going to be in the top twelve next year? And that's the interesting part about this. If you're going to go by the points that they're going to score for you to win a league this year, like uh, Jay, that's, like Jeremy just said, I'd rather have the Mike Evans. But and that the doesn't. D yeah, Higgins but we're talking ADP, not production, not production. If we're so, talking about top twelve scoring wide receivers, that's yeah. a whole different animal all right so then it goes back to the premise that we've said since day one of doing this podcast when i was doing the adp back in back in the day we always said that adp was 
the most beneficial ADP is, is what other people think about players, not what we yeah. think about players. So you mm -hmm. use that information to make your choices what other people think. So if you're going to mm -hmm. talk about that right here, then yeah, it's what other people think because I, I wouldn't take CD Lamb. Yeah, this, this ADP is telling me I'm going <laughs> to buy some running backs and then I'm going to hit the wide receivers. <laughs> that wasn't the question though. The question is, do we think these guys are still going to be in the top 12 next year? Jesus right. And I, but I said to you about CD Lamb, I said I didn't think so. And then you started telling me the reason why so that's why i kind of okay brought it so, back that okay way. so okay. you say no what, right. what do you say uh, uh man to man cd lamb is he going to be um a wide receiver one a top 12 guy next year at this in time? adp in, in ADP? adp yeah i think in adp um based on what you just said and people's love for the upside of these players and and cd lamb that it's possible uh but yeah if, if we're talking about production i won't i'm not gonna say the same thing all right cd lamb's in Sorry, Mike, you Wait, lost. How? No, he well, just, he didn't lose. I just said I think he's still going to be drafted in the top 12 wide receivers. But there is one other thing I thought of while Jeremy said that is what you said, Shane, about do you, what do you think a rookie has to do this second year to drop out of the 12? So if he has a couple bad games, then he uh, that may be what it takes for him to drop out. Yeah, so, fair. All right. All right. So Tyreek Hill is number five. Man. Um... Wait, wait, what did we say with Justin Jefferson? He's in, right? Oh, yeah, Justin Je Yeah. He, oh, yeah, you I skipped so. over DK Metcalf, too. You went, DK you went Metcalf to is in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I think Tyreek Hill's going to be in, even though I can't stand him as a person in real life. <laughs> I mean, nothing has changed with that organization to assume that uh, Tyreek Hill will not be there. Yeah, you want the top wide receiver on that offense. And, and as long as it's Tyreek Hill, he's, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to... I'm going to disagree and say, no, Terry Kill will not be in the top 12 next year. But it doesn't matter because we're going with consensus. Um, <laughs> However, I would love to say no, too. <laughs> I would be very happy to say no on a personal level. But uh, I don't see any difference in that team for him not to be. So go ahead. What is going on? Devontae <laughs> Adams, right? He's well, at six. This one's the biggest one that could swing one way or the other based on what the hell is going on with that team. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. <laughs> you know, it, it, so if 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 Rodgers is gone and was it Love is playing, <laughs> is Devontae Adams going to be in the top 12? Yeah, I'm going to have to say probably not. I, I'd have to say no. And the thing is, he's probably one of the top three wide receivers in the NFL. But, yeah, that's a huge difference. It'd be hard to make up. Yeah, and He'll be 29 at that point. There's not a chance in hell that um, <laughs> that. Look, I, I Shane's know pretty confident community. about this choice. <laughs> I know our community. I know our community, right or wrong. You know what I mean? At that age, uh, we're like, nah, we're good, dude. Well, so I, I believe out. so too. But if Aaron Rodgers plays, if he's the mm -hmm. biggest little bitch the way he is right now, and all this is just a play for him to whine and cry, and then when football starts, he plays like he does every single year. Right, I think Devontae Adams will still be here if, if Aaron Rodgers Well, you're plays. wrong because he's 29, so it really doesn't matter what he does. <laughs> he's out. You're going to kick him out, all right. He's out. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, the next one for sure I say is going to be in. Just Diggs. because of my love yeah, for Stephon Diggs. Diggs. <laughs> yeah, Diggs right. with that quarterback on that team. I, I'm, I'm saying so, too. He's. I mean, first of all, the talent and the, the passing volume there, I don't see him going away next year. Yeah, and I, I say no. Um, <laughs> well, you're overruled. But I'm overruled. Well, that's a two so to three. Okay, good. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter because I'm overruled, but I just don't think he will be only because I think he's going to uh, regress just a little bit, yeah. bit from la- last year and not score as many touchdowns. That's um, fair. And then uh, everyone will think that he's not a good wide receiver, even though literally nothing has changed. <laughs> Except for me. I will, I will never think that. I think he's But again, ADP player. is more, you know, based on perception than right. reality sometimes. It's, it's some reality and, and some projection and some uh, illusions. Which, which everything you just said talks about our wide receiver number eight. <laughs> so and we already said, well, which is I Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. I mean, is, he's never played again down, but every single thing you just said is exactly why he's at number eight. <laughs> I can't see Jamar Chase not being a uh, top twelve wide receiver like next year. Um, if he puts up CD Lamb's rookie season, oh, of course, uh, we're looking at probably the wide receiver too. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he lives up to what everybody's expectations are of him and the way you talk about these ADPs with the young and all this kind of stuff, I I, I could see him being the 1.01. Look, AJ Brown is the 1.01 right now. So I could see Jamar Chase being that if he lives up to his expectations this year. Sure. T. Higgins has some things to say about that. But yeah, I mean, I, I see where Shane's going with it. And people probably will draft him in the top 12, even if he has, you know, I don't want to say mediocre, but maybe doesn't have the year everybody everyone's thinking. I bet he still gets drafted up there like C.D. Lamb is in his sophomore year in the top twelve. But but, right. but go back to your T. Higgins thing for a second. Why do you say that when you said? Well, it's- I mean he's he's there too, and I and I know that you know Jamar Chase is Burrow's BFF. Higgins is a hell of a receiver too, and I mean I think you know I think he's gonna probably um, beat. Well, he's in place to have a bigger year than he had last year. I think those two will be fighting for wide receiver one, depending on how things shake out there. So, uh, two-headed monster. We'll see if Chase is able to uh, you know hold him off for those stats. I, I do think Chase will go you know in the top twelve next year, a la Ceedee Lamb this year in his second year, but uh, you know I, I don't know that he's necessarily a shoe in for being the first or second overall and then T Higgins. Hey man, you're, you're like a receiver two for sure. I'm not there yet. <laughs> what is T Higgins right now on this list? 20 wide receiver 20. I is think, that what he is? 20. On my list. Okay. Same one you guys have. I, I switched to super flex and then back to one quarterback, but yeah, I think he's wide receiver 20 on the list we've been using. Shane, number nine, who is it? Uh, I got to get off mute. Um, number nine, uh, Calvin Ridley <laughs> who is now 26 years old. Uh I bring that up. So he'll be 27 next year. But on the other side of the ledger, there's a good chance Julio Jones might not be there after this season, right? right. I don't think he will. A lot of people thought he wasn't going to be there right now. Yeah. yeah, this year, right? They probably are going to – talk is they're going to move him because it's like the the easiest way for them to free up, you know, money and – We'll see, but that don't you think that changes things if Julio's gone? Maybe not for the better for Ridley? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, from a real football sense, but um, from what we, you know, from what we know, the community, and again, I'm not trashing the community. What we're going to do is go, well, Julio's gone. Calvin Ridley was a low end wide re- or high end wide receiver, too, with him there. All those targets got to go to someone. They're probably all going to Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is going to have 255 targets in 2022. So <laughs> I'm going to say he's going to be in there. Um, I think he'll still be the same guy. It was just a very good wide receiver. Yeah, I think he'll still be there. But there is one other thing that could happen. 
And, you know, it happens sometimes when we least expect it. What happens if Matt Ryan hits the wall that people aren't really expecting him to hit the wall, but sometimes when it happens, it just happens. If Matt Ryan goes down the tubes this year and we don't know who would the starting quarterback be next year, you know, there was a lot of talk during this rookie draft that the Falcons would take a a quarterback to sit behind Ryan, which they didn't do. So if Matt Ryan's not there next year, you still think Calvin Ridley would be in the top 12? Yeah, I think the way they set up Matt Ryan's contract, they basically can't cut him. Um, I think he's pretty much locked in there. I mean, I probably should look that up since I'm just going to put that out there. Well, I like, <laughs> well my uh, premise was that he hit the wall and he can't get the ball down the field and they move on from him, which has happened to some of these guys where all of a sudden that happens. You know, um, you're, you're looking up the contracts and stuff is a different thing. I'm talking about if out of nowhere he's just – not that guy anymore. They talked about it during this rookie draft that they might take a quarterback right now trying yeah. to prepare, which they didn't do. So, Yeah, that was surprising. They, they didn't make a move for that. Yeah, I just looked up his contract. They're, they're not getting rid of him next year. Even in 2022, his dead cap is uh, $15 million in 20. It's $24 million in 2022, and then another $15 million in 2023. Uh-huh. And they didn't – look, they doubled down. They said, look, what we need is pits. Yeah. Um, No, and I'm not saying uh, Matt Ryan sucks. I'm saying if that happens where we weren't expecting it, and it does, uh, if there's another quarterback here, that would be the thing that I think maybe Calvin wouldn't be in the top 12. But I agree with both of you guys that I think Calvin will be there in the top 12 next year. So, All right, let's go, Calvin. We got you in there, buddy. Yep. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. (laughs) DeAndre Hopkins out. Out. Yeah, I think so. He's 28 already. Yeah, I think he's going to – maybe he'll be 13, 14. He'll still be maybe you know high, but I don't think he'll be a wide receiver one ADP next year. It's pretty easy to, to say these next three one way or the other because they're already on the cusp anyways. And, God, it's so weird to think that DeAndre Hopkins wouldn't be a top 12 player. But, uh, yeah, I agree with both of you guys too that he's probably not there next year at this time. Bye, Nuke. We loved you. Now it's time to go. <laughs> oh, speaking about love, here's <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy, I was just about to say Shane's love child, but we all, we all, anybody's listened to the show for four years knows about Jeremy. We both like DJ more, right, Shane? <laughs> Look at wow. Shane's face. You should have saw I'm your face, yes. Jeremy. He's in there. Jeremy took the headsets off and everything. <laughs> There's so many inside shit about D- DJ Moore. But wait, what'd you just say, Shane? Yeah, he'll be in the top 12. Yeah, Jeremy? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, uh, not at all. Yeah. But also, I'm looking at behind uh, who else is in the ADP, like, you know, in the next 20 to 30 after them. Uh-huh. There's only a couple guys I see jumping up. Um, so I'm going to say DJ Moore is going to do enough this year to remain in the top 12. Okay. Man, I just don't know. Who's his quarterback? <laughs> Sam Darnold. <laughs> I just can't see it. But um, uh, you, what do you think, Mike? I, I just I think Moore's on the cusp and maybe not a wide receiver one. I think I'm going to go along with you as well. I think he's right there on the cusp, like I said, with these last three guys. And there are some guys on this list that I think might hop over him. 
based on the Sam Darnold, but I just really love going back to his rookie year and, <laughs> and saying that about you and Shane, because it's just the funniest thing ever. And there's only a handful of people that know what the hell we're talking about anyway. So, right. um, <laughs> And then back to another love child at 12, we have Jeremy's love child of Terry McLaurin. Man, that offense has changed quite a bit. I still I still like that guy for the volume and everything. I don't know that he, I mean he's wide receiver 12 on this list as far as ADP. So easy to bump him out of that for, you know, and more. Both of those guys at 11 and 12 and have other guys um in there so it's just tough to say. Um man, I, it, this is hard. Um I I don't know if he'll be drafted in the top 12 next year. I could see Hopkins more and like you said, Mike, those three Hopkins, Moore, and McLaurin, all three of those guys, you know, fall, fallen out. Shane has been shaking his head no since yeah, we started with Terry. <laughs> I like TMC. You know, I love, I love that guy. The more <laughs> I think about it, yeah, I'm going to keep him in the top 12. You are. I think he, he's done it with literally no quarterback. Yeah. And the fact that, and again, Fitzpatrick isn't a Hall of Famer by any means, but he is competent. And I'm very interested to see what TMC can do with a competent quarterback. I'm looking at his age. He'll still only, only, even though he, he entered the league old, um, he'll still only be, do, 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 yeah, he's 25. He'll be 26. He'll yeah. be 26. So he'll be at the prime that peak age. You know what I mean? And you guys know Fitzpatrick slings that football downfield to wide receivers. So he's yep. going to feed McLaurin this year while he's playing. Believe me, I know that down here in, in Florida. Yeah. Uh, I love it, Fitzpatrick. It, it's really funny because it, it's not based on love because if it was based on love, Jeremy would have said definitely. Uh, but he said no and Jer- and Shane said yes. But I think I'm leaning towards Shane's side too and I think he will be as well. I mean, there's some interesting things going on over there. Also, when are they supposed to name their team? W- weren't oh, they, they, no. No, they like this. They're the, they're the football team. Like It's like a soccer thing now. Like They might just be the Washington football team. So they're going to keep it that way? They're, they're not going to change it? I don't know. I think they're, they've got cool. other stuff going on. Yeah. I just, <laughs> they've got other stuff going on than to worry yeah. about marketing and name. Well, and you know, they had, uh, they had Daniel <laughs> Snyder was being investigated by the league for, you know, a terrible culture of sexual yeah, harassment there. Enough. But then he bought out the other owners and then he fired – one of his employees who he's now suing for defamation. Oh There's a lot God. going on there. So I think like the name thing, it's probably like, you know how you have like a to-do list for work <laughs> or like on your calendar and it's, it's there every the day uh, and yeah. you're like, oh shit, okay, I'll get that tomorrow. I got to deal with this lawsuit today, but I'll get to that tomorrow. Dude, that's a great analogy. And the Thank funny you. thing is, is you make it sound like it's someone's fantasy team where they just don't have the time to name their team i mean with it with an nfl team i mean marketing and 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 shirts and banners and stickers and so much stuff they gotta they gotta name the team but um i think at this point right now you're probably right especially with fitzpatrick throwing it to him and and some interesting stuff going on with that team and then if you're gonna base it on age and what we think the community is gonna want at this point i probably think the community is still gonna want him next year now they want them. So out of the 12, out of the 12 yeah. people that we said, how many did we knock out of the 12? Because then we have to figure uh, out who's going to come in. So, I mean, that's, so we, knocked we out only three. have three. So and what I thought would be fun, let's just pick three guys that we think are going to slide in. Um, I, I, I'm i going to be honest. I don't know the 2022 wide receiver rookie class very well. So <laughs> I'm going to cheat, and I'm just going to say whoever the wide receiver won 
from the 2022 class will slip into the top 12. Okay, let's well, do this. Well, first of all, what that are the three that we're Sorry, what are the three that are dropping out again? I don't Hopkins. remember. Okay, well, um, <laughs> so while Shane looks at the three that are dropping out, Jeremy, you being our resident college guy, think really hard who you think is the best wide receiver that's coming in, and Shane will tell us the three that are coming out. What three are coming out, Shane? You just wrote it down. And no, I didn't. I wrote the nine that are in. I'll, I'll give you the nine that stayed in. Oh, How my God. <laughs> so A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson – DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, and TMC. Okay, so, those so are the it's nine Devontae, it's Devontae Adams, DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins, and DJ Moore. Those okay, are the three guys. that are out. Okay, yeah. so which, <laughs> which Devontae Adams is amazing to me, but if, if Rogers is gone, that's it. So Jeremy, you watch college. You love these college kids. You've said it on the show many times that you watch college more than you watch professional. So what if, we, if we're going to go based on Shane's premise of one of those guys are going to be in the top 10, which wide receiver is going to be in the top 10? Well, um, but most people like Garrett Wilson from Ohio State as probably the best collegiate wide receiver that's coming out in 2022, Garrett Wilson. Um, and then up there as well, there's um, George Pickens out of Georgia, who's a phenomenal athlete, and another Ohio State guy, Chris Olave. There's um, David Bell from Purdue and um, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Those are some of the bigger named guys that are you know coming out in 2022. John Mechie from Alabama could sneak in there and be one of just because he plays at Alabama. So John Mechie, um, Garrett Wilson, and um, I'd say probably George Pickens or Chris Olave. I don't know what to say there. So we, since we already have an Ohio State guy, let's go with George Pickens out of Georgia. Okay. Uh, so we're we're just going to pull it out of our ass based on what you just said and based on Shane's <laughs> premise that that guy is going to be one of the three that are going to come into the 12. So what other yeah. two guys, based on the veterans that are out there right now, what other two guys are going to crack the 12 then? All right. And so just so we're clear, that's whoever the wide receiver one of 2022 is. It Correct. almost doesn't matter who it is. You know, I'm going to say... Chris Godwin is going to jump back up into the top 12 because he's not far off, right? He's still incredibly young. Um, And really, he didn't even have a bad season considering the fact that he was injured as hell last year. So I'm going to go with Christopher Godwin. Okay. And that's a a really good one, even uh, uh, with the – original premise that you said about how ADP with the age and with what the hype is and what people think, if Tampa Bay goes on to have an amazing season again and win the Super Bowl again and all that kind of shit, I could definitely see Chris Godwin being one of those people that crack it. Uh, Jeremy, who do you think else is going to crack it? I think out of the the vets right now, I think that's actually a really good pick. And I think about the rookie, this rookie class besides, you know, Jamar Chase, who, already got in there right um by default <laughs> the being the maybe the number one wide receiver in this class um there's got to be another wide receiver in this class you know the 2021 class that that say could it, sneak in there no say it say it say it because you're stealing what i was gonna say everything you just Devonta said was smith what, yeah that's what i was gonna say i was I gonna mean, say honestly, what you he, said the premise and then if, i was gonna say that yeah if he's electric in philadelphia and he he's what the let's say say the prognosticators the the fans, the people who think that he's going to transition to the pros at his small size, he could, if he does well, I see him slipping into that up there with Jamar Chase and in this class. 
That's pretty cool. Because what I was going to say, and that's why I just said what your premise of that, another one of the rookies from this year break out. I would love for it to be not only because I draft him everywhere, but I think that would be amazing for him. I think the other one, you know, some people say Waddle was has a chance, but I don't know. You know, being down here in Miami with Tua and all that stuff, I think it would be amazing if that happens. But I agree with you with uh, Devonta Smith mostly because I want it to be. Um, all right. But- so our top 12, our top 12 is set in stone. <laughs> AJ in some in some just order. Like ADP. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, we exactly. don't know what order this is. They'll just be that this is the top twelve in some order. It's AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, wide receiver one of twenty twenty two class, Chris Godwin, and Dynasty Trades HQ going bold as <laughs> And moving Devonta Smith up to a wide receiver one in ADP in 2022. I'm dancing. We should do that as our as our picture for this show. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my god, that would be so great if that happens. And, and, and the picture we just took, me and Shane are going, yeah. And Jeremy's got his cigar with his mouth open. <laughs> So that's you know, awesome. look, and I'll say this about Devonta Smith is yes. is just based off you know the the other wide receivers that you know, look even this year we have I mean last year was an incredible class but we have a couple wide receivers from that class a few wide receivers right. in the top twelve so yeah, it's definitely Justin- doable if one player is going to be set up for one wide receiver is truly set up for it besides Jamar Chase it is Smith because of the same reasons that it was set up for Rager last year except. Um, it's a do-over. <laughs> yeah, do-over. and look, I, if if we have C.D. Lamb at the four overall wide receivers, then I think it is a possibility that it could happen. Um, and yep. and the the funny thing is, there's a whole bunch of really good veteran guys, you know, with with uh, with uh, Amari Cooper's, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Brandon Ayuk. You know, there's a lot of guys, and Cortland Sutton may finally get a chance to play. I mean, Kenny Galladay, Chase Claypool. There's a lot of those guys. But we're just kind of making our best guess of who the three will pop back in there. So, you know, there is one thing that we were going to do for the Patreon show. We figured at the beginning of the show, when we talked about all these drafts and Jeremy, you made a ton of trades in the Patreon show. I mean, in the listener leagues, we're going to talk about that in the Patreon show. So for right now, we're going to wrap this up and then we're going to go over to the Patreon and talk some more about rookie drafts. But before we do that, how many more rookie drafts do you guys have? I mean, Shane, you have so many leagues still. I don't even know if you know, but I know for me, I have I only have three rookie drafts left. But Jeremy, what about you? Um, a couple going on still. I had guys. I had like fifteen. I had no. I had like eighteen going on at the same time at one point. But I have three finishing up now. Going on now. A few. I don't know. I, okay. I have probably. 10. Well, the point is of the three that I have left, you and I are a couple of them. Plus we're the commissioner of one of them. So we got (laughs) to get on the ball. League of know-it-alls. Yeah. Yeah, That's always fun. (laughs) We got to set those up. But uh, Shane is making these faces that he has no idea even how many more rookie drafts he has. So I I believe him. (laughs) So we're going to go on to the Patreon show. (laughs) Oh, what? What'd you say? Six. Oh, is that what you have? Six. Okay. All right. Well, If everybody can see his face, he's just pulling that out of his ass. He's, he's so uncertain. Yeah. So let's wrap this up. Shane, tell everybody about the HQ crew that we're going to go do the show for right now. Hey, 
Um, become a patron because being a patron is awesome. You get swag. Just send out the second <laughs> wave of mailings of uh, some stickers and some beer koozies to uh, <laughs> our uh, to our patrons. And uh, I think this batch, none of the patrons had to pay for their own postage, so that was big. Um, I actually put enough postage on them this time. You got the addresses um, right. Got most of the addresses <laughs> right. So yeah, become a patron. You get the swag. You're going to get exclusive uh, underdog drafting with us. You get a bonus podcast. Uh, you get uh, group me chat that's just popping and lit. And, and our Zoom parties all the time. Our Zoom parties. I have a Zoom parties once a month. We have a Zoom party. So uh, if you want to be a patron of somewhere, be a patron of us because we deserve a lot of fun. And you know what's really fun. funny, Jeremy? I started laughing when he's talking about sending stuff up, uh, sending stuff out. We have uh, an eliminator, right? And in the eliminator, Shane was telling everybody, I still have some stickers and stuff. I'm sending it all to you. And Jeremy's like, No, you have HQ crew stuff. You can't send yeah, that stuff to them. That's, yeah. That's so I lied, to I, I lied to all the eliminator people. Um, you'll get get stickers it's just not going to be the ones that i thought i was sending you because those are actually for patrons um and we like them even better than the people that are in our living no, you're going to get less stickers you, unless they're the same people then we love them equally but yeah no people in our eliminator will definitely get stickers too it's just they're going to be different <laughs> was so funny because jeremy was like texting all three of us really quick no shane you're telling them the wrong thing so i'm like bro do we even have enough <laughs> left we do but um they're not part of the crew so they're not getting them. <laughs> so jeremy tell everybody about our store for everybody <laughs> yeah for everybody um our our cool logo for dynasty trades hq all kinds of swags at the um dthq.storeenvy.com dthq.storenvy.com shirts hats and the aforementioned stickers and koozies <laughs> mugs and much more um, all featuring our dynasty trades hq logo not the crew logo for the patrons oh my god i don't even i think it was last year maybe even later than that you did your, the show outside and i remember making a comment how smooth your voice sounds when you're outside and i just really it again when you said the store you got to do the show outside more often it's pretty awesome there's no echo <laughs> but hey, you sound hey you guys want to take off your pants <laughs> the fine sounds of dynasty hq you want to talk some fantasy football and take off your pants and just get comfortable i'll be doing a live stream at johnsonly.com oh 30 minute window that is so funny because that's what it sounds like but yeah, yeah check out our twitter account at oh <laughs> and itunes we need nine more uh reviews to get to 200 you sons of bitches, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, <laughs> please get me those nine reviews so we can look. I have OCD. The fact that it's sitting on 191 fucking hurts me. I need a round number. Please, nine people go create fake accounts. I don't care. Just go give us nine reviews. Thank you. Well yes, done. at Dynasty Trades HQ on iTunes and on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And listen, thank you so much for listening. We love all of you. And uh, we're going to go do a Patreon show. So say goodnight, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Good night, <laughs>